Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books with Zivi. I'm the host, Zivi Owens. I am an author. My latest is blank, pub date March 1st, a novel. I'm also a podcaster, obviously, a publisher, a bookstore owner, and so much more. If you love books, you're in the right place. In fact, we call it the Ziviverse, or really, the LA Times called it the Ziviverse, and we're going with it. Go to ZiviOwens.com to learn more, and follow me on Instagram at ZiviOwens. Lindsay Hameroff is the author of Till There Was You, a novel. Lindsay is a writer, humorist, and former English teacher raised in Baltimore, Maryland, and based in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Her writing has been featured in McSweeney's Internet Tendency, The Belladonna, Weekly Humorist, and other outlets. She also co-edits Frazzled, a parenting humor site. Till There Was You is her first novel. Welcome, Lindsay. Thanks so much for coming on to discuss Till There Was You, a novel. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's so funny. I just, I have a novel coming out and there are chocolate chip pancakes play a big role. So I feel like we should have a, a pancake, like mashup, meetup, I don't know, something, buffet. <laughs> love that idea. I love that idea. It's just me that, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell listeners what your book is about, please. Great. So uh, it's a romantic comedy. Uh, it's about a chef who is like new to culinary school. She's trying to stay focused. She has this big goal, becoming a chef in a Michelin star restaurant. And she doesn't want to get off course, which of course for her means no dating. She's not going to get involved with guys, except one night she's at the bar blowing off steam. She starts chatting to a guy who's sitting there and he turns out to be the dive bar musician. And they hit it off and he plays 
uh, till there was you for her because he finds out that she loves show tunes. And then they have like a weekend long fling and he's like, I'm going to LA to record my demo album. She doesn't think she's going to see him again. And she doesn't. But then like a year later, he becomes a star with this breakout single that's about the blueberry pancakes she made for him the morning after. <laughs> so everybody's like, wow, this song is so sexy. I wonder what it's about. And she's like, I know what it's about. <laughs> so she's sort of like trying to move on with her life. You know, she's graduated culinary school. She's working on her job and she's trying to stay focused. And then he shows back up again and is like, I need a mistake, you know, kind of ghosting you. And I want to give this a try. So then they're just both confronting the challenges of having basically like succeeded with each of their individual dreams. And like, if they could be together you know, while pursuing them. Awesome. And where did this idea come from? This idea came from the Harry Styles song, Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Which was quoted in your, what do you call it? Epigraph or whatever. Epigraph, yeah, Yeah. I put it in there. I like, during the pandemic, I was listening to that song while I was folding laundry. And I was like, that's, I wonder if this is a true story. So I looked it up and it was a true story. Like he really did meet a girl one time and wrote this whole song about her. And I was like, wow, like, what an incredible love story. But then like, it never went any further. Like he never saw her again. It just has this hit song. And I was like, what a missed opportunity. Like I'm going to rewrite this story the way that I think it should have happened. And Jake, who is my main character, is, is not a Harry Styles person. He's like a good old Southern boy. I actually ended up, I was also at the same time, I was listening to, I don't know if you remember Chris Allen from American Idol. It's like the only season of American Idol I ever watched. I watched... I watched the one with the, like the one of the very first ones, maybe the second season with, yeah. I can't remember her name now. This is, well, anyway. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. No, not Kelly Clarkson. It was like the season maybe after that, like she has like brown curly hair. She's kind of taller. Oh my God. I'll, I'll think of it. Anyway, keep going. It was, that's okay. It was like the only season I ever watched. It was like, okay. like Alan and Adam Lambert um, at the end. And he had this song that he performed falling slowly, which was a cover from the Broadway show once. And I was listening to that as I was listening to Carolina. And then they sort of conflated into this Mm. one idea. So he was sort of based on this like good old Southern boy, like, you know, who was playing show tunes and they sort of just meshed to become that character of Jake. So I'm guessing, but tell me if I'm wrong, that maybe you have some affinity for musical theater and Broadway. <laughs> I do have an affinity for musical theater. I was actually just in New York this past weekend. Oh. And saw two Broadway shows in one day. What did you see? I saw Hades Town at the Batonet, mm-hmm. and then we saw uh, Mary Lily Roll Along at night, which was very cool. I was like, John DeGraw, John! <laughs> <laughs> So I do. I do. Have, and I wrote all of the shows that I like. I just wrote them right into the book. You know, I love The Sound of Music and Les Miserables and all those more classic older ones. You said in in the book when you mentioned that you also wanted to have like six siblings after watching. I totally did too. I was like, that yeah. would be so fun. Oh my gosh. And we'd all line up with a little whistle and it would be perfect. <laughs> it would be so great. It's like completely not fitting with my personality, which is like pretty introverted. And I always want to like, like, well, time for my alone time. <laughs> But I do sort of want that big family like in the sound of music because I just, I love that movie. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. So you have this scene at the bar, which you referenced. And of course she's talking to some Jake and she doesn't know it's Jake. And she's saying how much she doesn't like musicians. And of course he's a musician <laughs> and you know how he, he asks her what's on her playlist. And she's like only Broadway. And he was like, show dance. Oh my gosh. And then like, <laughs> he gets up and she's like, did I not, how did I not notice the guitar? It must've been sitting there the whole time. Have you had moments like that where after the fact you're just like, oh my gosh, how did I miss that? 
I can't think of like a specific moment, but I'm like the queen of putting my foot in my mouth. So (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of anything specific, but I'm always just saying something that I'm like, ha ha ha. And then like, just look like an absolute jerk. (laughs) Um, I read some of your humor writing, by the way, and I loved your letter to your cleaning lady. (laughs) I was so obsessed. You read this whole thing about, it was in November of 2020 and you were like, I'm sorry the apartment's such a mess. My boyfriend broke up with me. And then you go and like this whole thing, like, can I be more of a cliche with the Hagen dazs and the Chinese takeout? And oh my gosh, you're really funny. You're a very funny writer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I started off writing humor before I even like ventured into the book. So. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. So where did this whole writing career come from? And is this what you wanted to do? Or do you want to be a chef? Like where, you know, do you cook also? Tell me about your whole life. Sure. (laughs) I mean, I always, I always wanted to be a writer. I think everyone, you know, was always just like, this was my childhood dream. And it was, but I, I don't know. I couldn't really find the right idea. And I didn't like the idea of just being like, I'm just going to go write a book. I wanted like a steady career. So I ended up becoming an English teacher as one does. Uh, (laughs) So we could just spend forever talking about books. And I kept trying to come up with ideas. Nothing ever really stuck. I think I got really stuck in this idea as an English major of like literary fiction. And I was like, it's not really what I write. And I remember being in this, like, I was in like a class in college where we wrote short stories and I wrote like what I thought, which is, which is pretty much what I write now, like a pop culture celebrity story with like dark humor and everyone's like what is this nonsense (laughs) sort of like put me off of it for a little while and then during the pandemic when I had all this time I was on maternity leave I was teaching I was on maternity leave and then the pandemic happened and then I ended up never going back but I was reading all of this romance I had like couldn't read any more Stephen King I was like I was like this is not the time to read the stand uh during the pandemic so I, I pivoted to romance and I was reading all this stuff I was reading the after series by Anna Todd and I was like, this feels like a parody of Twilight, which feels like a parody of Fifty Shades, which feels it is like the same story. <laughs> and I thought it, and I ended up writing about it. Like I wrote a parody piece about it and then I got it published and I was like, oh, that was fun. And then I got like really into writing humor. So when I did that, I started getting on Twitter, which is when I started connecting with other writers and, you know, like literary agents started following me. And I was like, maybe this is something I could actually do. You know, maybe I really could write a book. It didn't seem as you know, impossible as it did, you know, and it was just like a vague idea. Like, mm-hmm. who do you know who's really a novelist? Like, but it started to feel when I was publishing humor, which I really loved, that it was like a possibility. And so I took, I did a writing workshop with Catapult. It was fun. So it was like um, a novelist and six of us and we were working on it. And I worked on Till There Was You. And then it just, it just weirdly worked out. I wrote one book. I signed with an agent. I sold it. Like, which I have since learned is like not common yeah not usually the case but no and so I was just like oh no is this I'm just kind of like waiting for the other shoe to drop all the time um I'm not a chef I like to cook and this is also funny too because you just like don't know anything when you start writing I originally imagined Lexi being a teacher because I was a teacher Mm -hmm. and I was like if I make her a teacher everyone's gonna think I wrote a book about myself which is so silly because that's what people do so I was like what else could she be it's like you know she could be a chef I didn't know anything about it I interviewed a chef. I read a few books. I never even worked at a restaurant. I just did a lot of research, which I have been told went well. Chefs were like, this, this is right. And I was like, excellent. I've never, <laughs> the pandemic. So I couldn't like shadow anybody. Nice job. I feel like chefs have been getting a bad rap lately in particular by, I don't know if it's them, you know, the bears, that was, you know, all the shows and 
I don't know, the exacting nature and how hard it is to succeed under a chef. And I don't know, I just yeah. watched this, I watched this silly show called Migration, this movie for kids with my kids. Oh, I saw like, it, yeah. You did? Oh, you went. <laughs> yeah. You went. Yeah. went to, oh, yeah. I, I, we went to a theater that like reclined. And I was like, oh, this is great. I'll just take a nap. And then I was like, I forget that it is so loud in the theater, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. What, what do you think? Yeah. Anyway, there was a very mean chef in the in the thing. So. Yes. <laughs> without, even, without even any words, just knives and, you know, puffy chest. And, and a humongous budget for a chef to have a private plane that he could chase all the birds around. <laughs> right? What was up with that crazy helicopter? And then it like flew itself. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Anyway. So yeah, chefs, bad rap, but great food. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Are you writing another book? I am. I just I'm getting ready to turn in my second uh, my second book to my editor this week. It's Perfect. Allie's story, so it's like a companion novel. Perfect. Yeah, that one I had to do less research for because I realized I didn't have to make it so hard on myself. I could write things I knew about. So, excellent. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. This episode is sponsored by Better Help. Sometimes we all have stuff we need to get off our chests. Even if we don't think it's interfering with our daily life, there are some things you just haven't processed, be it grief or trauma, eating disorders, anything. It might be time to work on those things, and I have a solution for you. Therapy. Online therapy by BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I took the brief questionnaire online where there were, I don't know, 20 questions. It didn't take long at all, maybe three minutes. And then I got matched with a therapist who could help me work on whatever. I picked trauma because even though it happened in 2001, I am somehow still not over the loss of my friend on 9-11. And it is what it is. BetterHelp is going to help. And I am so excited, especially because with my special code, instead of $80 a month, it is 10% off, $72 a month, which is so much less than traditional therapy, and you'll get a perfect therapist for you. There are 35,000 therapists to choose from, so you'll find the right one. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash moms don't have time today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moms don't have time. So this yeah. is great. So are you still an English teacher or did you quit to write full time? I never went back. So yeah. I went back after the pandemic. My son during the pandemic was diagnosed with autism. 
And he needed a lot of therapy. It was all home therapy that I really needed to be at home with him for. And so now he's in full-time school, but I just, now I'm just like, now I'm writing. So yeah, I just started doing that full-time. How old is he now? Five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. So you have all the skills to, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Everything. All an unexpected journey that sort of led me to where I'd always sort of wanted to be. I don't know if I would have done it had I not had this pandemic and his diagnosis. And I think I probably would have just stayed teaching and stayed comfortable. I know lots of people are teachers and they write just never was something that I was able to do. Yeah. You know, different, different times of life too, right? Yeah, for sure. And what are you reading these days? Right now I'm reading a love song for Ricky Wilde by Tia Williams. And I am like, it is so so good. good. It is so good. I keep like going back to reread parts because it's just like, like even on a line level, it's just so beautiful. And then it just got approved for a few neck alley things. So I'm excited about that. I have like happy medium coming down the line, Jessica Joyce's new book, uh, the X vows. So like you're trying to squeeze in thrillers, but <laughs> I like to mix it up sometimes. All of a sudden I keep having all these thriller ideas and I'm like, what am I doing? I don't even know. I, How would I even know, start to write a thriller? I have like a thriller idea and I'm like, I don't know if this is something I'm capable of doing. Right. That's how I feel. Like, but it, perc- it percolates all day long. Like, I'm like, should I, I give it know, to someone? Should I give it to someone else to do? Do I want to give it away? You know? <laughs> right. And then I'm also like, I also just envision people being like, mm, no, that wasn't good. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's been done before a hundred times, but since I don't read exactly. that many thrillers, I don't know. But yeah. yeah. The naivete only gets me so far. Like, I was like, what if I wrote a book about a celebrity and a normie? Like, I bet that's never been done. Like, <laughs> <and> I think that. <laughs> It's really kind of like my thought process, but I think that's what's going to happen with the thrill. I'm like, what if it was like about housewives? Like no one's ever written that. <laughs> Did you read romantic comedy? Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, you have to like an SNL romantic yeah. comedy. Exactly. Very fun. Yes. There's also when moms get involved with boy bands, there was, did you read? Uh, yeah. You, okay. I read the idea of you. Yes. Like, when it the idea of you. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll stop. Before I really like was a Harry Styles fan. I got into Harry Styles from the after series because I kept being like, let me visualize Harry Styles. And so I kept pulling him up on my Kindle until eventually I just was ready to, you know, get married. <laughs> I do like the idea of the mom with the the younger. Yeah. Kind of fun. Yeah. I was actually on a plane once with Harry Styles and I didn't even know who he was. It was a long time ago. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I would lead with that anytime I met somebody. <laughs> I feel like I'm more in the camp of uh, of your character here, who's like not up on all the things. Me neither. That's where I come up with it too. Like whenever people are naming music, I'm like, I don't know. yeah. I turn around, listen to the Les Misérables soundtrack. I'm not with it. <laughs> I definitely know who he is now, but back yeah. then it was you know. Well, my husband did know, so he was like pointing, and I was like, what? Yeah, I was teaching middle school at like the height of the One Direction era, so I like knew who they were. Mm-hmm. Like, we had like a poster in the hallway that said like with like a one direction poster. And we used to tell the kids like line up facing one direction. Like uh-huh. <laughs> I like knew who he was, but I was not really like into that music. So what is the secret to good pancakes? Well, for the blueberry pancakes, uh, I think you have to have the lemon juice. I think that's the secret. I actually like, that is a true part of the story. I actually did when I did not know how to cook at all. I did find this blueberry pancake recipe in a people magazine. And it was like the first recipe I ever mastered. And I did not go on to culinary school, but I've seen a lot of blueberry pancake recipes and I've never really seen a lemon juice one. Uh, I do think that helps. Excellent. I tend to add vanilla. I've never added vanilla. That sounds good. 
Yeah. So I stole it from my husband, so I can't really claim it, but yeah. yeah. You have to get the right size blueberries too. Cause if they're too big, it, it like rises too much. You mm. can't really get that right consistency. Yeah. The other day I was like, I'm basically just making you guys cookies on a pan. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm basically making you a chocolate chip cookie for breakfast on a pan. Yeah. I think it's a pan, you know, but anyway, I know. didn't stop me. <laughs> like them it's not they're not my favorite breakfast food like I'll eat them if they're there and mm-hmm. I do make them a lot because my husband and my children love them what's your favorite breakfast food like a savory breakfast person like I'd rather have like you know like eggs with salsa ah okay for like that realm mm-hmm. uh, nice amazing um okay what advice do you have for aspiring authors <laughs> I mean, I could talk about food with you forever. I, I know. Much. I, I yeah. could as well. Yeah. I could as well. I think the best advice I got, and I got this when I was taking, I took a few humor writing classes, like with the Second City, mm-hmm. uh, which was, they were great. And I think the best advice I got from there that I have, you know, moved on with is like, you should write to entertain yourself. You know, I think it's very easy to sort of like chase what's trending in the market, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, to write what you think people want to read. And I, I think when you write, when you're your own fan and you're writing what you want to read, like you will find your readers. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was sort of what I did with humor. Like you don't want to write humor where like, you don't really feel like this is funny, but you know, like you feel like that's a trending topic. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to occasionally try to write political stuff and I was like, okay, but it wasn't really like my, you know, niche sort of interest. Uh, and I think that's true. You know, I write, especially the second, the first one and the second book, like I just wrote what I like, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that that when you do that, you're going to have fun writing it and you're going to have fun reading it and it's going to come through, I think is the most important thing. I remember like trying to come up with book ideas and it just wasn't what I would necessarily want to pick up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a, this writing coach session once and they were like, okay, write the jacket flap copy. And I wrote it and I was like, well, I, I wouldn't want to read this book. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like if you're not going to want to pick it up, it's going to be hard to put your heart and soul into it. Yeah. That's a good tip. All right. Well, congratulations, Lindsay. And thanks so much for for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, You can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.